This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. We're back. Good to have your company. Series 9, a ninth season of the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to Drinkwise. No formality, straight into it. I looked down the computer screen today. I see Craig Hutchison, Radio Row, Las Vegas for Super Bowl. And Hutchie, was that the rock I just saw in the background only a moment ago? Hello, Damo. Good to see you with your 22-week beard there, going fully grey. You look like a mix between, uh, I shouldn't say uh, the first name that came to mind because he's no longer with us, but look at you, looking like, uh, well, Colonel Sanders, let's say, but it's good to be back. Nice to see you. It is uh, jumping here in Vegas. Uh, It's an overload of the senses in every way you look at it, and got a, a huge weekend of uh, our event business here. Was, was, that the rock I, was, was that the rock I saw? He walked past to do Pat McAfee here around about three or four hours, and he's okay. doing a press conference about an hour and a half, hour 45 from now, to launch WrestleMania, the WrestleMania kickoff, and All right. in the middle of a controversy with the fans turning on him a bit over the last few days. So Why have they I'll turned be going, on the rock? I haven't caught up I'm going to pop into that for half an hour on the way to my next meeting, so... Um, look, yeah, it'll be interesting. And he um, and McAfee's huge here. In fact, McAfee's mum's even here with her own podcast. It's <laughs> it's it's quite. I'll tell you who just walked past a minute ago. It made me laugh. Stephen A. I give you a hard time about being JB's turtle. Turtle just walked past <laughs> Sherry Ferrara, <laughs> who played, of course, Turtle in Entourage, one of the great series of all time. And and I just was so tempted to go and buttonhole him and see if he'd come over and. and uh, just talk about uh, his experience with Vince and yours, you know, carrying around JB's bags as you've no doubt done all summer. How's your summer been, Damo? Are you all right? Maybe for Series 9, some of those really lame and poor jokes you've been running with for a long time, the 22 weeks, the turtle rubbish you carry, maybe just bring, it in, bring them to an end and start some fresh stuff, mate. I think we need to bring some fresh stuff this year. You were, we went to James's wedding, of course, which uh, you, were, you were his turtle at the wedding as well, so it's been good to see. How's your summer been? You obviously do a little sneak away to Queensland. and I did. I, that, I had yeah. a, a pretty simple one. I had a, had a family trip to Queensland and I had a, uh, a boys trip to Queensland and they were equally as refreshing Hutchie for different reasons and uh, I'm, I'm weirdly right now uh, good mentally and physically and that will probably last about a good three or yep. four more days but uh, be, right now I'm good which is you'll be a, I don't know what I, don't, I haven't felt good for a while Hutchie it's, it's good well you'll be arguing with half the industry by the yeah. end of February I've, uh, I've had one already I've had a coach on the phone already this week have, so, you, yeah. <laughs> have you started you normally you go into like you know patch up coffee mode during Feb March yeah. and do the rounds and look last year last year let's put that behind us sort of routine are you back into that yet or you, well I'm you finding people are doing that to me and I, I almost can't be bothered with that you're, oh, just, you're the you're the subject now you're, you're the you've gone from being the woo-woo to the woo <laughs> You're I, not that big, mate. I've forgotten, I've forgotten half the blues I've had. I, and I don't care for them anymore. And I just move on. You've taught me to move on. I'm not going to have on. over the journey. I've moved on. But no, it was, it was a reality check. I had a coach yep. on the phone. Uh, when was it? Wednesday night. And no, it was all, it's all good, by the way. But uh, yeah, here we yeah. go again. Yeah. Now, 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 tw- you, I, I, I want to set this up. You're 22 weeks. 10 weeks. 10 weeks. Is designed because historically nothing in football happened in January and February. And you felt safe that you know, the first footy show back... <laughs> Give or take, first or second Thursday of March was about when the media lifted their eyes and thought, we better get back to work. Well, you needed so, to prepare for that first footy show for about but, three or four weeks, remember? So we, we needed to build it up. it is a new <laughs> landscape. We are in the middle of be, the biggest 
before you get there, before you get there, I, I want to get to this. I want to get to this. We'll set that up properly in a minute. But can you just do one of your old-fashioned... Let, let's wind the clock back to the early 1990s or mid-1990s for you, for you. Can you just put your Channel 10 hat on or your Channel 9 hat on, wherever you were at that point in time, and, and just give us a 23-second news bite from Radio Row in Vegas because the fascination levels now, Hutchie, you've, I think you've helped introduce a few people to the NFL over the journey in, in Australia. And right now you're sitting on Radio Row where it's the only place that anyone wants to be right now in the sporting world. J- just give us a 20-second news bite, please, for the, uh, for the news tonight. Yeah, I'm bit, I wouldn't know where to start. I think um, Radio Row erupted this morning when The Rock arrived early, <laughs> intent on yeah. settling a score with Roman Reigns. <laughs> Pat McAfee wasn't buying in. Um, Three, two, know, one. It would have gone along those lines. <laughs> those lines. What, what's, uh, the, anyway. what's the rock blow up? I haven't caught up with the rock fight. What's happened there? Well, I know your eyes roll when I talk wrestling. I but do. I will they do. But, but I can talk yeah. rock, so I'm happy to do it through the, the lens of rock. Yep. Roman Reigns is his cousin. Roman Reigns has been world champion for the best part of four years, or three or four years. Never Roman heard of Reigns. Roman Reigns. Well, he's the biggest uh, dog in professional wrestling, and... It's all stages have been set for Cody Rhodes to finish his story, do what his dad couldn't do, and win the world uh, WWF title off him after two years. Okay. And Rock is decide, well, evidently decided, we'll know in two hours, that he's going to be the main event instead. So he came back last <laughs> okay. Monday. The Rock's got to wrestle. And, and usurped oh. Cody in the storyline the fans were begging for. And it's... It's been covered like a mainstream story for three days here. Oh, I haven't so heard it. Yep. USA Today okay. been covering it. Uh, TMZ have been covering it. And it, the fan base has turned on him. But I think he's he's playing them, not the other way around at the moment. We'll, okay. that'll, we'll learn that in two hours. My prediction, you'll, by the time most people listen to this, it'll be, it'll be public knowledge. But it'll either be a triple threat match or it'll be they'll do two nights of WrestleMania, one Saturday, one Sunday, I think. But Cody is, uh, momentum's come through this enormously. And The Rock, uh, the Rocky Sucks chance that were on Monday Night Raw wouldn't have not have been heard for a long, long time for someone who's so precious about their about his identity and persona. And so um, that'll be interesting. You, you'll be in, in heaven, won't you, going to that press conference in about It'll be the biggest WWE press conference ever. We today. get a question in. Can you can you wind the clock back and get a question in for I'm us? Not really please, that please, I'm not come really on. That- Come not on, really that guy. Just for sounding board purposes for next week. I tell you what, there's a lot of frame inners here though. This oh. is the frame. This is the framing in Hall of Fame room here. I've got a. I've got a clubhouse leader for framing in later on, Hutchie. So I, 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 I want to have you. Okay, well, I've got, yep. I reckon mine can't be beaten with what I saw during the week, and I'll, I'll bring um, it later on. But let, anyway, let's no, get to it. Because, let's get down because you, you needed to be restrained here. You you wanted to bring back the sounding board about a month ago to talk about this topic, and I'm just going to hand it over to you because no one can set up and beat up a story better than you. So. You set it up, and then you take it home. Go. Well, we're only... It's the 9th of February. We're a month off playing a game of AFL, and we are seeing an unprecedented attack on the evening news <laughs> from the new wave yes. of footy reporters. In I've fact, never had more seen, text messages from you than the past month. <laughs> it has been. This is the best... Well, this, this goes past my day. This is the best era of television news journalists we've had in a long, long time. Is, is this, this is a Cox saint, Plate Is, is this the saintly Falante era? N- nothing like a Dane sort of and the, three or four of them go to the line in, in all those three-year-old races and then the Cox Plates. And, is this what's happening? And, well, it's, this is like you know, when the great horses Octagonal. go to the Australian Cup Octagonal's in February. The one. So we're going to have an unbelievable year following this, and I'm going to keep score through yeah. the course of the year. Hit the, hit the build-up here if you can, please, Zipper. What have we got? Drum roll. Oh. <laughs> right, so this 1996, is how I reckon far. it was. 
octagonal for Lonte, yeah. nothing like a Dane and Saintly. Here we go. Well, we've gone we've gone from 10 years. I don't, didn't want to disrespect anyone who's been along the way, but we've had a pretty thin field for the best part of 10 or 15 years, haven't we? <laughs> Tom Brown and Miss Cleary went out for a no, while. No, no, Tom was one out there in the industry for a long time. There wasn't really anyone. Well, it, was Tom versus, it was Tom let, versus Tom for three years. Don't let your bias of Mitch Cleary. You didn't talk to Mitch Cleary for two and a no. half years when he left you, when he decided to go and uh, further his own career on, on other platforms, and you blew up and didn't speak to him and shut him out and uh, didn't even say hello to him there for, for a while. Then, what I was about to say was then Mitch came along, and he, he and Tom were a formidable ashes to ashes, dust to dust. If Tommy, Tom Brown, Tom Brown doesn't get you, then the mass I must. And they had a good run. <laughs> yeah. Channel 9 have done what Ooh. they needed to do, I think, and it's been a move. Okay. <laughs> They've gone and got Tom Morris. Uh, but they've drafted well as well. They, well, they, waited, a, <laughs> they waited a year till The father-son you know, kicked in. Others, um, you know, represented Tom in the right way. And then they, they've swept in and they've, they've, they've given Tom a contract. Obviously, he misread the fine print on the teeth gloss in the contract. <laughs> and he's overdone, the, he's overdone both the hair and the fangs. <laughs> so if you leave that aside... I was going to get this... So, oh, so t- a... t- t- teeth tick. There's a, there's a definite little dusting, as we'd say on Triple M, no, of, of the teeth. He's, well, he's no. We, we found this out. He's over. He's overdone it. So he went the two day treatment, he's but he overdone. he went a third day, and that and it still hasn't worn off. It's like one of those one of those cars that you put to the car wash, and nothing seems to happen. But but so, have, they, have they been bolstered too? Not just whitened. Have they been actually reshaped? I I think there's a bit of reshaping. He, he, anything that you could have enhanced surgically, he's done over the summer, and it hasn't. Because the hair's but, looking good too. It must be said. He's, that's had some work. But he's come back, bang, bang, bang. So I, I think Mitch is the big. Mitch is the biggest star in the ring. Yep. Mitch is Animo. He had to wait a long time till the other great horses retired, and then he became the number one. But I think what Mitch has done, I'll come to Mitch in a minute, is he's got a little bit too Portipolo sort of go away with the ABC guys over the summer. And he's fighting around the world. He's rescuing his lorries. I've seen off Tom sort of smoke the cigar stuff. And he's misread the early Tom arrival. <laughs> and Tom's Polo. gone, bang, bang, bang. Tom's gone, Lethleen, you know, out. Uh, this has happened here. This has happened. He dropped about three in the first two. Z- yeah, Zander, to now, now, Xander Maguire went bang, too. I'll come, oh, come, oh, come I'm to sorry. Him. I didn't mean to get into your space here. Don't interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tom has started uh, very, very well. Now, the other thing is, he's a good, he's, he, his ability to make a mediocre story feel more significant in his presentation skills has been good early. So he's done some big stuff, and then he's actually, his salesmanship's been good. Then over at seven, not only is, well, the Masai's been down the Portsy Polo, old mate first drops coming from Adelaide. First drop. And first drops come in, and he's dropped. Otherwise known as Theodoropoulos. Yeah, well, the, the Theodropolis, or the, the, the Drop, or the Drop, as he calls himself on Twitter. Well, he wants to be first, and first drops come in, and, and he's dropped he's dropped Mitch down to second on the rundown. No, he least, hasn't. On no. at least half a dozen occasions. No. I think Mitch supported the appointment of first drop, thinking he'd be one of those great Michael Roberts sort of backup style operators. And he's come in, gone bang, 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 arrived in a new town. He's also responsible he's gone bang. for... For the frame in, which I'll come to in a minute. Yeah. Then over at nine, you got Xander Maguire, who, if he focused fully on this, because I know he's got a lot of um, you know, wooers and interests and study and other things to think about yeah. 
But I tell you what, he's got some news for you. And he dropped the Taron Thomas start. He, he dropped that out of nowhere. Yep. He did it from his, what well, looked to me like a Zoom call in his own Portsy lounge room. So I'm well, interested <laughs> down at the Parlos end. It was on the Zoom call, dropping a, dropping a story. <laughs> and then and then last night I saw um, Braden Ingham drop drop up and Braden put a little Ingram, bit of juice. Another one. Put a bit of put a bit of juice into the uh, Bevo Chris Grant story, which has been kicking around all summer. But he went and uh, put his name to it and drew it a bit harder. So at the moment, Mitch, who goes into the year favourite, has been eased back to the last sort of Kiwi style to make a run at them. And he's sort of... I got him ranked five coming out of January. Oh, so, <laughs> so this is going to be interesting. First drop Hutchie, is going it, to be... It's, it's the NAB Cup, mate. It, not, it hasn't started yet. It hasn't started. They're, they're just well, playing the, the match sim. No, I think that's been his strategy. I'm going to time a run. I've spent years trying to wear down Tom. Now I get a run at this. But I, I reckon he's underestimated. I reckon he's been voicing too many sort of sports summer raps and not focused. And... <laughs> All of a sudden, there's a hungry field here, don't oh, yeah. you? Got a, you got a Tom Morris trying to make a point. You got first drop is blown into town and said, "Get out of my way!" Oh, this is going to be on. Yeah. You got Braden saying, "Well, don't worry, forget about me." And you got Xander, who's like the wild thing. He's a bloke that could bowl one sixty <laughs> if he'd let loose. You know, so I, I'm big on all of their talent. To be fair, so I think this this five. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't put Braden probably in, the, in that to be to be fair just yet. The other four we'll start with. This is a good a field demo of, of footy newsbreakers on television in my time. And, and I don't need to say this to you, but you, you'll give our listeners a, a weekly update on this, won't you? Well, I reckon I'm, I'm like the old, you know, the old war. So I reckon I'm not bad place to, to mark these as they go. <laughs> Can you I give them all a lot nicknames? of time for it to be fair? But <laughs> well, you, you've just critiqued their every move for the past month in the past ten minutes. So... I, and and I, having been, you know, as they call in newsrooms, the chief football reporter. I think one of the skills of Chief Football Reporter is to land a really nice, great person, uh, competent uh, presenter who's not necessarily a, a story breaker at your number two. I don't think Masai thought through this first drop thing at all. And, and, he's he's and got too much ambition, first drop. Tom's brand new and he's hungry, so he won't mind the Xander uh, one-two combo. They'll play one-two combo fine year one. I'll worry about that year next year. That, that gets tense into 25 if Xander stays around. But that's sort of how I read the field early, David. How, how importantly do, do you rate the uh, the makeover? You've referred there to teeth and hair on, on Tom. Do, do, does everyone yep. need a makeover as part of this battle? Well, look, hats off. Oh, pardon the pun. I shouldn't say it for Tom. That's probably the wrong <laughs> use of language. Hats on for Tom. He, he's gone hard at the at the, at the visual uh, aspect of it, which he admitted. So I'm not those who think I'm mocking him. I'm not. He spoke about this on our, can, to us on our can Saturday you, morning show. Can you visualise or, or or actually envisage what what Danny Frawley would would do with this topic for for, for Tom? He'd, he'd get three weeks of content out of that. He he, he really would. Um, I thought, as I said to to Liam Pickering on our Saturday morning show, I thought it was a, a one a first night tribute to Tony Jones. I thought it was. One of those, you know, not a respectful moment. But as he explained himself, he so, does so this he, two-day... Has he admitted to this? I, I haven't caught up yeah, with no, the admissions he, yet. He, well, I mean, he, he, I mean, there's nowhere to hide. Like, no. you, you've, got to t- you've got to turn your TV display and brightness down when he comes on. Like, it's... <laughs> it is... It's a... So, what he explained, he admitted that he'd overdone it. Overdone. <laughs> that it was a two-day... Um, uh, treatment, and he'd ac- accidentally taken the third day, and it was taking some time to, to wear down. So, you know, you'll learn from that. Um, but I, all of them, to be, and Masai, uh, by the way, 
um, started while I'm only joking. So all five are going to be very, very good. This was the first drop you still frame me in. <laughs> first drop did this frame in with Clayton Oliver. Now, I'm not certain this is... By the way, I'm, I'm on the fence a little bit of whether this was fair and reasonable given Clayton's circumstances, by the way. So I, I should acknowledge and respect that he's going through a bit, Clayton, and we, Clayton we're thinking of him. Yep. yep. I don't mean to sound flippant. But this was the frame, this was the frame in. He did a piece to camera where he sought to get a hello to Clayton Oliver in the middle of the frame in piece to camera, which I haven't seen in my time. I've not seen or heard anyone get actuality or audio from a subject into their piece to camera. Have a listen to this. So there you go. The good news for Melbourne fans and footy fans more broadly. The superstar that is Clayton Oliver back on track for the first time since taking a break. He's feeling good, Clary? Yeah. He's going all right. So good to see him back. All the details will come up tonight on 7 News. See you then. Oh, come on, Theo. <laughs> I haven't heard seen or heard that. Have you seen that? No. <laughs> so he's got himself on the boundary line. He's framed himself in. He's waited for Oliver to run around. He's timed and his then he's gone, piece of camera. Right, Clary. He's gone, going all right, Clary, in the middle of the piece of camera. How many false starts has that had? He's waited for the... Yeah, going well. And then he's gone, good stuff. And he's, he's used that. Now, again... Um, <laughs> One half of me admires the industriousness, the, the thought. Oh, no, you'd be jealous the, of that. If you had have thought of that when you were on the beat, Hutchie, you would have done that every the, night. And, the, and it was the audacity of it was the thing that uh, appealed to me. You know, I'm not certain someone who's going through the battle years is probably a prop in your piece of camera. It would be Marnie observation. But um, the idea of a subject, not necessarily him being in your piece of camera... It, uh, even Michael Robertson, Jim Wilson didn't do that sort of stuff. That's next level. <laughs> well, I'm going to jump in with my uh, nomination for the clubhouse leader of, of uh, framing in early yep. too, Hutchie. Lauren Tomasi, uh, Channel 9 correspondent over there in the States, uh, went to uh, where you are at the moment, uh, Vegas for Super Bowl week. Now, again, it's probably more visual than a sound bit. We'll, we'll just take this, the sound of it now. Geordie has cut it up for us. The Super Bowl has always brought the spectacle. This year, it's bringing in the new fan base. The Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift love story is sending Swifties swooning over football. When Taylor comes on her tour down under, will you come for a visit? Australia's coming up, isn't it? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Now, now Hachi, I just need to explain this. Now, you weren't there in Vegas when Travis Kelsey spoke at this particular point in time. I saw a drone shot of the interview. I don't think I'm exaggerating to say there may have been 400 people there in that interview. It's an all-in. Lauren somehow had managed to get herself, the way she presented this piece to the camera the other day, and it was a beautiful package, to the side of the throng and and had the camera right behind her. It was almost as if it was a one-on-one interview with Travis, the biggest name in the sport. Got Got the question... To Travis, and then through to the grab. It was it was fascinating, Hutchie. I want you to go and look at it online, please. Once oh, we finish, I, I, I did see it, and yep. uh, what what he has become is everyone's prop, hasn't he? Unfortunately, oh. because he's such a nice guy. Yeah, we we're, were on to him. Of, we we're on him ten years ago. He, he was he's our man, isn't he? He's not the sort of guy that <laughs> uh, will will get angry or diss the media. Or like, he's very media friendly, oh, and yeah. he'll. So he's had every sound bite. Like the, the sound bites that they've asked of him to contribute to this week to feed out. But he's given something every time, hasn't he? He's given every something time. every time. It yep. would drive it must drive him mad personally. But yeah. uh, the um, yeah, the reports that Taylor's added three hundred and fifty million dollars of media value to the NFL. It it really is. That'd be unders. That that would be unders, I reckon. It really is the meeting of 
of cultures, isn't it? It's incredible, yeah. and it's just such a huge story here in every day and every angle and everything you can imagine. But yeah, it will be really interesting to see what happens when the, when they hit Australia. I would assume he's coming. I don't know that for sure. I've reached out a few times to see what we could do if he did, but he's not uh, commuting either way yet. Well, he's, he's got to get through but... a pretty big uh, event, uh, Melbourne time, Australia yep. time next Monday before he, uh, I think. And, and then, as you know, he, he fights for his right to party, and he and he then goes and does that. So he might be uh, he might be uh, off the airwaves there for a week or so. Well, my best prediction would be he he turns up weekend two, okay. which I think is the Sydney loop, isn't it, of, of Taylor Swift? I, I would think he, Melbourne misses. But he turns up in Sydney. And that I saw the MCG yesterday. It's being prepared for the big yep. moments. Yeah, it, Mel- Mel- Melbourne's carrying on like it's the Beatles, as, as, though, as though we've never had an act come to this part of the world ever before. It, it's gone gaga down here, Hachi, about Taylor Swift coming. Yeah, I, mean, I think it is. Well, there's a couple of things. One, it's, it is a moment in time. Like, we're going to look back on this era of Taylor Swift like people do on the Beatles, I think. Like, I just think it's just, this is a, a, a generational movement of, of interest in... In a, in a performer. The second thing is in this Instagram TikTok era we're in, and there's no better example of that than the sphere here in Vegas where people are... Have you been? Just want, want to be able to say that they've, they've gone. No, I'll, I'll attempt to go on the weekend with, yeah. if I get some time. But uh, it is, you know, people's voyeurism. We've talked about this in the past. Premium has never been bigger in life because people want to be able to say they went over there. They do. And, it, and that's why the big AFL games are getting bigger. The big concerts have never been bigger. You think about attendance at music, it's never been bigger for the big acts, mm. holistically. Never. And the, the social and digital era is a huge part of that, isn't it? Yeah. People saying they're there. Is, is, so I, I think we're going to... We, we'll see unprecedented scenes outside the MCG. And it'll be interesting to see how the conservative MCC deal with that. Because yep. we're going to see a lot of people, I think, in the car park who are listening over the, over the fence and, and, and partying accordingly. Damien. Are you going? Uh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I, I, I would, but I just didn't get yeah. caught up in the in the ticket purchasing, which everyone else seemed to, and, and missed out mostly. Um, there's, a lot, yep. there's a lot of uh, a lot of people upset. Well, she wrote you wrote that song about you. I thought you might have been invited personally. The haters going to hate, 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 hate. Right. Yeah. Good on you. You're, you're yeah, one you, of the you, best listen, haters. You, you've had a good show. You, you, I'll, I'll give you this. You've had a good show, <laughs> but you've, you've let yourself down there. Well, you are. You, it's, it's, you've it's, traditionally it's, been a hater. You've started off nicely though this year, which is good. <laughs> hey, what did you think? Of, I want to ask you about. You've got the lobster connection with our great mate in Perth, Basil Zimplis. <laughs> lobster connection. After he delivered he, your lobster in quarantine. He very uh, generously and very affectionately yeah, dropped off a lobster when I was uh, going stir-crazy in, uh, in the quarantine and there boy, And for those listening out there who think who equate a lobster to a $20 note like I used to, no, no, we're talking about an actual lobster. <laughs> What's yes. a lobster? Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and it got me through one night of, uh, <laughs> of a quarantine. Tell, tell me, do you, how did you think he was treated... On the hot mic, oh. first day he announced he's running for the Liberal seat. Terribly. And and, there's, and I, I was going to name names, Hachi, with certain journos who, who were so quick to, to, to begin the pylon and then increasingly get involved with the pylon of it. And then, but geez, didn't they back off at 100 miles an hour when the full context came out? Well, it's the... Um we might they came from. We haven't got this set up, but we, we, given we are now talking about, it, we might, um, Geordie, maybe after this, insert the uh, audio of, 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 of what was said to be a problem for Basil, with, with a reference to playing the reserves and people wanting wanting that, like actually desperately wanting that to be a comment that that they wanted to to associate well, was... with Basil being sexist and misogynistic. Tennis is on tonight, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the female finals. Yes, it's a reserves game then. <laughs> I say that having been there, obviously. 
Plenty of nights when I've read the... Uh... Okay. All right. And then the full context came out that it was just a conversation with a mate in media who, who's also well-known, and, and it, was, it was no story, nothing to see there. It was just Did an example, Hutchie, wasn't Everyone wanting to pile in without getting context. The apologies weren't as profound as the, the quick to smear, were they? They came, they came quickly. Oh. I've never really understood people who want a voice and opinion on Twitter that no one really wants to hear from them anyway. Anyway, yeah, yeah. And there was a few in our industry that had lowered their colours on the day. And I got quick to... I got a list of about ten or twelve, and then I thought I'm not I'm not going to bother because we, we all make mistakes. I, I get it, but geez, the, the, the pile on was unbelievable. Hey, just on Basil. Now I did say oh, late last gonna, year. By the way, I did sorry, say yeah. late last year. My mail was that he was going to step out of local politics and move into state politics, and you shot me down. Now that is gaining momentum, Hutchie. That is gaining momentum. What do you mean? What did you say? I said late last year on the standing board that Basil yep. was going to get out of local politics. Sorry, yep. potentially get out of local politics and run for Premier of WA. You shot me down. It's gaining momentum. Timo, um, let me try and do this as respectfully as I can. Do you, you, shot do me you down. understand how the political system works? You shot me down, Hutchie. Do, do, do you understand that he has just signalled that very thing you're speculating might happen one day. Do, he has signalled he's running for state politics. Yeah, but you shot me down last year when I said it. You, you said, you oh, said no, he wouldn't do it. You, he wouldn't do it. Kerry Stokes wouldn't let him do it. No, no. The argument we had was, you said he's going to run for Premier. And yep. I said, you can't do that from opposition. And his party's going to be the, the Liberal Party. And that's exactly what's happened. He's running for he's a running. Liberal He's running for the Liberal seat, which I'd assume he would win. There's not many Liberals in WA. They're a long road back. I think they only had three reps at the last, uh, not many more than that, at the last state election. But he, he, there's a reasonable chance he will be leader of the opposition. Yes. My man. Uh, within, 12, within 12 months. But he I'm, is running for state parliament, Dave. I've got... <laughs> You've had a long summer off. I've got some more political mail too, Hutchie. Right. And, and again, this has been around for some time, but it's ramping yep. up behind the scenes over here in Melbourne. Eddie Maguire, Lord Mayor. Ramping well, that's, right up. That's been kicking around for about yep. six months. I can tell you it's, it's I think ramping that story, right up. Right you up. think it's got momentum? Yep. I actually haven't spoken to Eddie since late last year, but it's ramping right up. Right. Yes. I will, I will see him tonight. Will you? And that question will be will be posed. Can you get an on-the-record uh, response for us for our next show, which actually yeah, won't be too I, far away? I think he'd be, he'd be a magnificent Lord Mayor. Yep. I can't imagine... Why he would want to do it? Thankless job. You get everyone kicks you about where you park your car at the front. City Hall. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, Sally like, Cabs driver. <laughs> so just let me ask you this question. It'll extend to Eddie as well. And, and I think Basil's just learnt this. Do you think if you were in the media that you are fairer game in the way you are covered by the media? Like I, I yeah, think. Yeah, you are. Whether you like it or not, you you are. He, he's going to get the ruler run over him much much harder. Much harder than than most. He's going to get defended by seven and uh, the West Australian. That's, that's without doubt. You're right to call him for the West. The next day there was an editorial saying stop this fake news, which was, um, you know, they were quick to defend. Yeah. But everyone else, everyone else is going to be, I think, going to give him a harder time. And I, I think the same applies to people who've come through the news system and, you know, um, like it, it's... Well, Hachi, I would argue you're a living example of that yourself with what the Herald Sun's doing to you over the past... Well, Three months. Um, without specifying me or others, I do think if you once worked as a journalist, 
rightly or, you know, rightly or wrongly, you're held to a different level of account yeah. than if you didn't. If and you, didn't. And I, you know what? I, I think that's fair enough. I, I honestly think that's fair enough. Am, am I wrong in saying that? I, I think that's fair, game. I think that's fair, game. I think it's fair enough. I just... He, he's going to have to be... Like, he can't be having off-mic conversations and stuff like that. He's just not going to... He's got to tighten his Are you talking about Eddie or, or Basil? For, for Basil, did nothing wrong. Yeah. But what it was was an early learning as to how he'll be treated if he does do something wrong. So I think he got a, he got a sneak peek at the form of, of how it'll go if it goes south. And he needs to... I would think he's got to tidy up that sort of, you know, off-camera, small talk. And, like, it's stuff like that is going to have to go. Like, it's, it's, he's going to be vulnerable the whole time. How, how are you going, by the way? I've, I've, had, I've had every second person I've, I've bumped into in the past couple of weeks say, how's Hutchie? Going, going good. Going very well. Am, am I right in, in saying, Hutchie, you're just like a lot of business owners right now or business proprietors right now, just just battling a little bit because they're, they're not easy economic times in anywhere in the world. You're just renegotiating, selling a bit off, buying a bit more. Is, am, am I missing anything here? Because I'm reading every time the articles are printed in the Herald Sun. And, and, and I, I, again, I don't know. I'm not exposed to your level of business. But I'm not reading anything other than you're just trying to change a few things. Well, nothing's changed. So nothing at all has changed in our world since we last talked about this three months ago. And since I was having to reaffirm each, each and every week on the sounding board of the state of play. So it hasn't changed. So... You know, there'll be more to talk about at the end of the month when our half-year reports come out and the half-year, there'll be more detail on that. But I think, you know, at the time, we were pretty clear that what our sort of strategic intent was on three fronts and they're the areas that I've been doing. So that, we'll have more to say on in, in a few weeks. But there's nothing new, nothing else has happened. Um, so, I'm, you know, I understand that there's interest in rewriting it and not all of those things, but I'm not sure what to, how I can add, what I can add to that other than... Everything's on track. Yep. Uh, look, let's bounce around a few topics. We uh, have laboured here on a few topics, but let's uh, Gillan McLaughlin talk, Hutchie. Chairperson of Racing Victoria. Again, it has been in the throes for a long time. It moved last week. It seems that the Victorian government has absolutely identified him. Yep. One out and, and with daylight for second is the person they want. Now, what people don't straight away seem to understand about this. It's a non-paid gig, the role that's in question. He's not going to be, nor has any interest, as far as I know, to be CEO of Racing Victoria. Well, it's got, it's paid, isn't it? It's just, wouldn't it's be, a, it's be... It's a chairman token. role. I wouldn't have thought it's, yeah. I wouldn't have thought it's a paid role. I mean, there'd be yeah. perks galore, don't get me wrong, on, on there would be a, you, an arrangement that would be easily negotiable, but I, I don't think you get paid to be chairperson of Racing Victoria, do you? Uh, you would, but it wouldn't be... As chairperson? It, would, it wouldn't be significant. It'd be just an honorary yeah, okay. uh, fee. Um, I'll, I'll try and Google it while we're talking. It'll be on the public record. But uh, the... As chair. Well, okay, so, yeah, okay. So he wouldn't do it for money, so that's, that's irrelevant. No, he wouldn't, do, would, he wouldn't do it for money. He'd do, he'd do it for other reasons. Here's, here's how I read it. He'd be perfect, Yeah, clearly. He'd be unbelievable at it. Um, he... It's a mess, racing, well, Victoria. I, I'm not certain he'll ever end up doing it. Yeah, one, because I would think he'll probably want to sort out his Monday to Friday life before he sorts out the board positions. Yep. That would make sense. Well, that, if that were me, that's what I would want to do. You want to understand that you weren't going to take on something that compromised something else. So yep. who's to say what else could be there Monday to Friday and whether it, that fits or not? Racing does cut across a lot of industries in, in media and beyond. And, and two, like, he's probably entitled to ask for some things in, in advance, right? Like... 
in New South Wales, for instance, Damo, there's not the same fracture as there is in Victoria. When I say fracture, I know all, all these clubs are great clubs and they do their own thing, but they are different clubs. Hmm. You know, Racing Victoria sits across VRC, which does its own thing and has got its own show. You've got it, it, it's it's as big a mess in in sport racing the racing Victoria setup or, or sorry racing in Victoria it, it's as big a mess as we've seen Hutchie it, it's it's like the VFL in 1982 it's 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 fractured it, it, they don't work in symmetry and then then they keep soaking up about what's happening in Sydney which which they'll never ever be able to tackle properly unless they actually align and getting those getting those clubs aligned or back under one umbrella feels impossible and yeah. you'd be entitled to ask that before you went in wouldn't you or, or do they expect him to do that so you know I, I sort of half you know look he's been asked to do it for a long time he this has is not something new if he did it wouldn't surprise me yeah but I'd be learning that it, it never comes about would be my view he'd bring his own knows. team in too in the in the major roles wouldn't he I mean people people in those roles would be uh, would be looking over their shoulder naturally with the new person coming in I would have thought and, and they, yeah. they are anyway it won't be like he's a he's a great deal maker and he's a great he does a great job of bringing people together. Do you really want to go through the barriers that Peter Valenti doesn't necessarily have to go to through to get things yeah. done in New South Wales? Albeit Pete's the CEO and yep. Gil would be chair, but yeah, I think that's um, you know it's kind of why I doubt a little whether it happens. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on the possibility, but you wouldn't have seen this. I don't imagine, Hutchie, the ABC program Nemesis. The, what uh, I have is I've watched the clips on TikTok, oh. so I haven't seen it yet. I'm looking forward to seeing it and watching it, but I've watched enough of the... You'd love it. TikTok clips. So tell me how your man's come out of it, Tony Abbott. Well, he, 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 I saw the first one, and I saw half of the second one, and I've recorded it. I need to finish it, um, and there's another one to come at least. But... It, I did hear that he just chose not to partake in it. So if I was him, I would have because everyone's just taking pot shots at everyone. I've never seen more selfishness at Play Hutchie and the, basically the admissions and the, the one-upmanship and the one-up-one-personship at every level of operations in those years in question with the, the Liberal government that was formed and the, the backstabbing and the, the ego that was at play, they just forgot that they were actually meant to be there representing people and running the country. Have you been asked to sit down and participate as an Abbott ally? <laughs> he needed... been a bit all, all his inner circle. Well, he, he obviously took the view, he obviously took the view that he was better off not saying anything than saying yep. something. But Peter Credlin would have done the heavy lifting though for him well no she I don't think she's appeared on it either um, again she's getting potted everywhere by everyone and, and Turnbull my god you, you, I think you know my views on that man I've never seen anything like him and he's, he's in his own little world he's in his own little world yeah but you're only you're only sour on him because your man Tony Abbott has soured him to you like you're not really objective on Turnbull you're too far, too far in the Abbott camp again just for the record I have met and had a conversation with Tony Abbott once in my life once just for, your, for the record your brother Mini Damo was a part of key part of Tony Abbott's advisor group and media team and is now oh, yeah. advising Peter Dutton yeah yeah. so, so that, that makes me well, and, and as for your, as your for, family um, is indelibly linked to the <laughs> conservative end of the Liberal Party <laughs> just again just for those people who may be listening to us for the first time I am a swinging voter yep. on every single election I have voted in since the age of 18 when I was allowed to in this yeah, state. Yeah, I have between, swung my vote. Swung between Dutton and Abbott and Dutton and Abbott. <laughs> and, and, and Hutchie, that... Again, Turnbull <laughs> sat down for it. Malcolm, not ScoMo Malcolm. for a bit. I was going to say, Sco, ScoMo sat down for it. For it. 
In fact, I've got to stop talking because I will end up saying something that, that will have to be cut out anyway. Yep. That, that, I, that just, guy, my God, Hutchie. Yep. Yeah, we have a little bit of a different view on politics. And we, I know I'm back. I don't have a view on it. Here. I don't have a view but on it. I, I comment on the people in it. I, what I, we, we're a nation that is so, so cynical. And don't get me wrong, our politicians have given us plenty of reason to be over the last Watch Nemesis, Hutchie, and you'll have reason to be sceptical and cynical. I've, I've seen the grabs. I've seen Barnaby's grabs as well, which made me laugh. What, or, I actually felt I sorry to, for Barnaby at one stage when two, you, when you realised what things, happened. Two things. One, Only for pay them more. Yeah, you're big on that. Pay them more. Yep. Get a better quality of person in and, and spend the money. We set fire to 50 million here and 100 million there as taxpayers. Why, why are we so reluctant to pay someone one or two million to, to come in and do a reasonable salary at that level to run the things that are really important to us? They'll save us. They'll pay for themselves 100 times over if we attract talent. And two... Can we, and I'm trying to have a really positive mindset this year, Damon, because you can get dragged into the kind of, you know, as we know, the uh, Eddie Jones, you know, the cynicism washes off me. So I'm trying to get positive this year. I have to, I had to destench myself from your cynicism towards the back end no, of last mate, year. You, with you a brought few, me down last year. With a few positivity showers here at the end. Um, so I'm staying really positive in 2024. This is going to be our best and biggest year yet. Can I say this? Yes. Don't, boo, don't boo the politicians anymore. Like... I know it's a it's a sport and oh, it's a strange thing please. to do, Die. and I know they're all silver tails at the tennis. They're all getting the tax you know the tax cuts and all, all that. But, um, how, how do you reckon tax... elbows going? How do you reckon elbow well, elbows just a smarter version of Scomo, Hutchy? He's if, got if no more plans than Scomo El- had. They, they all get booed. El- he's just elbow... more diplomatic. That's, that's all he is. Yeah. He's got nothing, Hutchy. We... There's nothing do... in the tank. What does that achieve when someone sits in the grandstand and boos? Like can. Can we not respect the position if not the person? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. I, I, the booing I didn't like, but but ultimately, you know, people can do what they want. Hey, why? Uh, this is obvious, obviously, but there's two 80-year-olds running for the US presidency, Hutchie, and they both are in various stages of, uh, of, of issues when it comes to age. I'm not ageist, Hutchie, but there's a problem in the world if the, the once great nation of the United States well, has got two 80-year-olds running for it. You are ageist. I am ageist. On, on this matter, said, I am. On this matter, I am. I'm not ageist, but there's two 80-year-olds running for president. I'm, I'm, ageist, I'm ageist on the topic yep. of the US presidency, particularly with the state they're both in, Hutchie, on, 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 on a number of fronts. Yeah. I, got, I, don't, I, don't, could, I don't apologise for saying I, that. I have grave fears for both candidates as yeah. well. So, you know, you'd like... It'd be great. You can just sense the um, how fractured America is when you're in the country. Like, it's... It's a really divided. So you're feeling that, are you? Oh, we ha- you have been for the last three, four, five years. Like it's, it gets worse every time you're here. Yeah. So you'd like to think that at some point we can get behind who? But I don't know modern politics. Who, 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 who are we going to get behind though? Well, well, one doesn't even seem to know he's alive, and, and the other one should be in, inside. Yeah. Well, I could make a case for candidates on both sides. That like, and then, like the other thing about this is, I know if you look, if you stop the music now, oh, yeah. it's Biden v Trump tomorrow. Trump probably wins. Oh, Away no. we go, two point right? So oh, that's oh, what happens no. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It's, M- you know, he prob- yeah, he wins by fifty five, forty five, sort of thing. I reckon tomorrow, if it happens, most people. That's what most people believe. November's a long way away. Yeah, yeah. Particularly at their age and with their issues, and particularly you know, Trump's got an issue a day emerging. So, like, he looks unbackable at the but, moment. But you, you've been quick. saying this for years. The, 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 every issue that he's confronted with, the, provided he stays out of jail, and that's a miracle to this point, it just makes him bigger in the eyes of so many people. 
And so the the candidates, there's only one left on the ticket on the Republican side, um, but she just has to stay on stay on the dance. Well, she's got a Stephen Bradbury away to the presidency. Stay on the dance floor. Mm. Stay stay on the dance floor. Yeah. Yep. Hey, one more quick one before we go, Hachi. Melbourne Rebels. Any intel, insight into that latest problem for the the rugby union club here in Melbourne? Well, I don't know the specifics, and I haven't read too much about it, other than to the 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 headlines in the first four paragraphs and. But I, I have some empathy for their plight, and I have some empathy for for Paul, who's been given a um, Paul Doherty. A, a fair work a fair work over by the media. Hasn't he? Like he's, he's been given the absolute rounds of the kitchen, and I can't imagine that he tried for it to not work. And I'm not sure why he's been bashing all of his other businesses because of it. So um, it's it's unfortunate. It's hard. You know, they're, they're hard things to do. You know, particularly in sports like rugby union, which have uh, are failing, and in cities like Melbourne, which is not necessarily a rugby city. So, yeah, I have, I have some empathy for him, and well, I don't know what happened or how it got there, but um, other than it's, you know, I can't imagine it would be nice to be in that position. It became a rugby city in 2003 when the World Cup yep. final was played at the MCG, and the famous Johnny yep. Wilkinson you well, know, goal, that, that, and, and the Australian v England final, and, and yet 21 years well, later, the, the sport has basically killed itself. In, in this well, here's, here's, here's one thing the government can do that's very easy to do. So that, that, so we have a, ve- a fairly um, financially strapped state, would it be fair to say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we haven't even started on that, but yes. We, yeah, we, we're, we're still yeah. working out Dan's The, the, the nanny state's completely broke, yeah. Yep. Yep. So one, one thing I think that um, we could do as a state is simply tell rugby... Australia that they better help sort the rebels out and fix it and support it through this, or the MCG will be unavailable for the Rugby World Cup final. And that'll you watch that reverberate through World Rugby. That's their biggest cash cow. It's one simple thing that the government can do without spending any money. Is right. is be prepared it's to walk threat. away from that deal? Okay. Well, just so look. Um, so when's um, this? When's this scheduled? Twenty twenty seven? Am I right in saying that? No. Yeah, yeah. it's that, that, that's um. The MCG is going to be a huge source of revenue for that organisation and the world. And if the MCG lives in the city which where the team's wounded, like there's an obvious move here that doesn't cost the taxpayer but just says find yourself another final venue or key, or key matches or even all matches. Yep. If you don't want to support our team in our city, we don't want you here. All right. That's what I would do. Yep. What do you think about that? Yeah, I don't mind that. I hadn't thought of using that as leverage, but uh, you being the business uh, brain in the conversation, well, there, there it is. Well, it, ultimately it'll win because th- th- what will happen there is Rugby Australia will have no choice then. Uh, now, they've, they've said they're going to support the, the the team to some degree, but they've been a bit lighthearted on detail. That will really force them to the table to fix it yep. and to bail them out properly. And World, World Rugby will be on the phone going, what's going on with you guys down there? What, what's this about the G? What are you talking about? This is our final. That'll put pressure globally on Global Down. So that's the move. Yep. Uh, I'll park this topic for next week, Archie. But we're parking already. We're only week one. We're, 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 I think we're 45 minutes into this show, aren't we? 43. So um, we're getting the wind-up, Archie, and you've got to get to the, the Rock yep, uh, we do. press conference. But I will, at some stage, Archie, just launch again on the, the nanny state down here and, and, and the filthy state that it's actually become to. I'm talking physically filthy. The, the, the graffiti, the weeds, the, the rundown nature of, of, on every street corner. It's just embarrassing, Hutchie, what's going on down here. And you know it is. 
We'll park that for next week. That we will. We will. Anyway, um, we started positively. We, I ended up in a little bit of a negative state there, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try and draw on your enthusiasm. As, as uh, actually Malcolm Turnbull actually did say, enthusiasm. He actually uses the U to, <laughs> to get that word out. I thought that was a Lawrence Mooney uh, sort of piss take of him when he used to take him off, but he actually <laughs> said enthusiasm during the, the Nemesis program I saw during the week. So I'm going to try and be enthusiastic this year, actually, on your uh, backing. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Right. Uh, if, if you haven't checked it out, by the way, you've got to watch the new Stan series, Prosper. I'll put that on your radar too. It's very, very good. What's it about? With, uh, with Rocky himself, Richard Roxburgh. Uh, great. <laughs> Rocky. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah, I see that. It didn't, it didn't grab me the, the, um, the promos, yeah, it didn't grab me. It's, it looked a bit sort very, of uh, join the dots. It's church-led... Uh, Financial oh, low yeah. drama. It's very yeah. good. Okay, I will. Um, hey, uh, go and see the Rock well, Archie. And, and we're going to we're going to do a very back uh, a quick backup on the uh, return of the setting ball this year, aren't we? We're going to speak to you. I think the day after the Super Bowl is that right? I'm straight back. I'm in and out really. So yeah, the yeah. sounding board is for Drinkwise, and we welcome them and Simon and their team back and their board in 2024 with a very important message this summer. Please take it easy. If you're having a drink, put a water in between. If you're going to uh, go wine tasting. Do it tastefully, um, and if you're choosing, to, and if you can influence your kids, if they think they want to have a drink to celebrate a moment, that's not how you set them going. There's a lot of ways you can make an influence in your own home, in your own house, in your own network, and we join them and we stand with them in 2024. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. See you next week, Damon. We'll talk to you then. Done. Enjoy the rock. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo. Tune in for questions tomorrow and to send a question to the boys, email thesoundingboard at sen.com.au, follow the show on Twitter at Sounding Board EP and like the Facebook page. It's all thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Drinkwise.